ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mole men, lizard men, bird people, welcome back to another episode of the Off the Books podcast. I am the Heavenly Father taking you on another trip to the mouth of the river, Mr. Brandon Humerick, here today with my extremely confused co-host, Ms. Taylor Kaufman. Hello. <laughs> now say hello to the lizard people and the mole men. <laughs> you cannot ask this of me. <laughs> but hello. <laughs> so, we are back with another episode. This week, we went ahead and read The Unhoneymooners by Christina Loren. Lauren. <laughs> I, trying made, to put like a, like I made her, I made her French for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Loren. <laughs> Your hand came out. That's Italian. An accent. That's Italian. Wait, what did you say? Loren. That would be French. They still do with this. <laughs> we really need to culture you. <laughs> I agree. I'll be here all day. Well, it's better than all week. <clears throat> so, Taylor, this was your pick this week. Um... It was good. It was good. It was decent. I didn't like the way you said that, but I'll run <laughs> with it. <laughs> um, okay, don't be always take, thinking of the negative side of everything that comes out of everyone's mouth. Could you not call <clears throat> me a little olive? Okay. Okay, Olivia. Okay, Sherman. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let me go ahead and read the synopsis on this one before we lose everyone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Olive Torres is used to being the unlucky twin. From unexplicable mishaps to a recent layoff, her life seems to be almost comically jinxed. By contrast, her sister Amy is the eternal champion. She even managed to finance her entire wedding by winning a slew of contests. Unfortunately for Olive, the only thing worse than a contest Constant bad luck is having to spend the wedding day with the best man and her nemesis, Mr. Ethan Thomas. Olive braces herself for wedding hell, determined to put on a brave face. But when the entire wedding party go gets food poisoning and the only people who aren't affected are Olive and Ethan, suddenly there's a free honeymoon up for grabs. And Olive will be damned if Ethan gets to enjoy paradise solo. Agreeing to a temporary truce... The pair heads off for Maui after all ten days of bliss is worth having to assume the ro the role of lovey loving newlyweds, right? But the weird thing is, Olive doesn't mind playing pretend. In fact, the more she pretends to be the luckiest woman alive, the more she feels like she might be. Dun 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 Question mark? Yeah, I don't know if that sound effect <clears throat> w went with that or not, but... I don't believe it did. <clears throat> no, but here we are, so... <laughs> that is accurate. Mm -hmm. Here we is. Here we is. So, I love this book. So, starting out into chapter one, as you already discussed in the synopsis... Yes. Amy is Olive's si twin sister. Identical twin sister. Identical. Yes. She's getting married. Yes. So everything in the wedding, down to the food, the bridesmaid dress, everything, even 
the wedding dress has all been won in some kind of contest from Amy. So I think they said she had to pay like a thousand dollars max. Yeah. So Olive gets in this gets this horrible green bridesmaid's dress. It's like a very lime greeny dress. She hates it, but Amy won it in another contest and she goes, Hey, we couldn't pick colors. This is what you get, you know? So as she's going through the wedding checklist for her sister, she states that she needs to make sure that there is a separate dish made for her. Because the buffet was like shellfish and seafood and she's allergic. It was a seafood buffet, which she's allergic to. Yeah. And so she says, um, Amy tells her to double check Ethan, who is the best man, uh, to make sure that A, his his toast and speech is not terrible. And to also make sure that his uh, special order for his dinner is also taken care of because he wanted chicken. Correct. Well, it's because he doesn't. He doesn't eat buffets. No, he has. And I agree with this because I, I do the same thing. I'm not as like crazy as him, but I don't I, I don't like the thought of so many people touching the same utensils. But I do love a really nice trip to Golden Corral. Where else can I go get a plate of pancakes, bacon, sausage gravy and eggs and then get a similar plate that's got steak pizza some texas toast and baked beans on it you're right um (laughs) that happens once and it's called thanksgiving um so i I have all of those are the thing what thanksgiving meals are you going to that they got all that on the menu because i want to go you're right it's just in my dreams (laughs) (laughs) That is like the greatest Thanksgiving meal of all time. Yeah, I agree with you. But sadly, it's only a dream. Anyways. Okay. We continue. We digress. (laughs) Let's ingress. Ingress. (laughs) I'm making that a word, damn it. Okay. We're ingressing after we degress. (laughs) Okay. So, So Olive goes over to Ethan and asks to see his his speech. And he's the slide asshole that's like, you mean my toast? And she's like, same. it's the same thing, dude. She's like, yes, I want to see it. Because if you say something stupid or if you're being an asshole in your speech, I need to know and you need to take it out. And he's like, it's fine. And she's like, you're not just going off the cuff on this. Like, you can't just wing it. And he was like, I can do whatever I want. Like, it will be fine. Do not do not worry. So he leaves. And the wedding um, ceremony happens. They have to walk down the aisle together, her and Ethan. And she is aware that apparent in her mind that he does not like her or Amy, but tells him not to ruin the day. So he, she basically tells him like, hey, look, I get you don't like us. Uh, I know, you know. Amy's not your your pick for for a sister-in-law, but don't ruin the day. We're going to get through it. It's fine as long as they're happy, right? So ceremony happens, and when they're going back um, out, like walking out of the ceremony, Ethan catches up to her and says, why why would you say that to me right before the ceremony? Like, I didn't get to defend myself. Like, why are you saying that I hate her or hate you? Like, I obviously don't. And... So she she kind of just passes like passes it off and says, you know, I just think you do, but whatever, it's how you express yourself, whatever. 
So the reception comes. He delivers delivers a really good speech, and she's actually impressed. Shaky, no shaky. His? Yeah. I mean, it was good, for better than what she thought. Yeah, but it was something that he came off basically off the cuff. He yes, he wrote it twenty minutes before. He didn't come oh, up with it off the spot, but you know, he, yeah, he wrote it twenty minutes before. Yeah, but she even laughed at it, and you know, it wasn't too bad but she definitely was a little like this could have been better but i mean it wasn't bad she she did say she was impressed with how well he did so she goes up to give her her speech and she's distracted by text messages coming up on her phone while she's trying to read the speech and it's all from family members i would have killed my fucking family if this Mm -hmm. was possible especially when her mom texted her and was like you look constipated like don't don't look like that you look constipated yeah and then what? And then her other um, cousin texting her, your boobs are looking fantastic from down here. And it's like, <laughs> okay, she doesn't need that during ever, all this. But she's trying to get through this speech. And, ha- and halfway over, she looks over to her sister Amy and her new husband, Dane, uh, who is Ethan's brother. Dick. And sees him throw up all over Amy and her dress. Projectile vomit. Yes. So all of the wedding party is sick, except for Ethan and Olive. Um, And Amy, when when they're all in the one room, she's helping everybody who is sick. Uh, Amy mentions that her, the free honeymoon that she won and Olive needs to take it because it's not refundable. And she's like, well, can't we just switch it to a different day for you guys? Like when you guys are better. And she's like, no, so uh, Olive confirms this by calling the people and they're like, nope, this is this is the time frame you get. It's non-refundable and it has to be used by, you know, Amy herself and her her newlywed husband. So Ethan comes to the door saying that Dane offered him the trip and he needs to get the flight information and the hotel information from um, from Amy. And so she says, no, you're not taking that trip like Amy offered it to me. She won it. I'm her sister. I get it. And he's like, okay, well, if it makes anything matter, like it was under my brother's name, my name. So he was like, the, the, it's the family last name. The Her plus one, all I have to give is my last name. Yeah. So he was like, I'm definitely going. So after some thinking, she decides that she will deal with the 10 days with him and take the trip to Maui together. At the airport... And at the, up to this point, she's been unemployed for about two to three months. So at the airport, she gets a call from a different employer saying that they want to hire her on. And she accepts with a start date of when they return from Maui, like a few days after they return. And on the plane, she realizes how scared of flying Ethan is and that he's like death gripping the seat and saying that if... If she was in charge, like he, he shouldn't have put her in charge of the flight because she got the cheapest flight and it's like a death trap. So he uh, and she brings up like, I don't get how you're so afraid of flying. Like you take your brother with you all these different exotic places like all the time. I don't get how you can be scared of flying. So he, you know, the conversation kind of ends and once they land in Maui, he does all the talking at the front desk because she, she nearly blows the cover to a fucking valet. Yeah. 
He's just like, name for the tags. And she's just like, well. She's like, well, there's a funny story with that. And then he's just like, Torres. Torres. Soon to be Thomas. Mm-hmm. Torres. Yep. And he's like, you you look guilty. He's like, let me do the talking. You look. Give me your IDs. Give me yours and Amy's. You look guilty as shit. Right. So they go up to the front desk and he, they, he gets through it. And he's like, the front desk tells them to have a, a good honeymoon and that their honeymoon suite is ready for them and to enjoy their time. Well, I like when they get to the, the front desk and she gives, like, he gives Amy's ID for mm-hmm. Olive. And she's just like, she's like, yeah, I look a little different than that, you know. I lost my job a couple months ago and I stress bake. And when I stress bake, I stress eat. And, you know, I just, that's why I look different. That's why I have a little bit more fat on me. <laughs> and she like looks up and everyone's kind of staring at her like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. We, we didn't need that information, but <laughs> thank you for providing it anyway. Yeah. And, and Ethan's just like giving her a look like can you just shut the fuck up He's and let like, me are, are let you, me deal with this are you kidding me yeah Why? <laughs> so when they're in their suite uh ethan tells her that she can have the bed um and that he'll sleep on the couch because they're in this suite they do have like the bed actually has like a door to it it's actually an actual there, room there's a bedroom there's yeah. a bathroom there's a kitchen there's a living room mm-hmm. there's a balcony yeah it's like a little apartment yeah it's a, it's a it's a honeymoon suite yeah so he said, you know, he says he'll take the couch, um, but he wants to use some of the drawers to put his clothes away. So she goes to the spa for like three hours. And when she's about to leave the spa, she runs into the new CEO that she's going to be working for, Mr. Hamilton. And as they're chit chatting, the worker, uh, the massage therapist comes out and says, that she forgot her wedding ring in the room. She said, Miss Thomas, you left your wedding ring in there. And he's like, Thomas, I thought it was Torres. Torres. Yeah. And she's like, well, I, I mean, I just, I, we just got married and I didn't want to like make a thing about it, but yeah, it just happened. So he's like, oh, well, my wife and I are here celebrating our 30th anniversary. Why don't you join us for dinner on our last night? And she's like, oh, I really can't impose. And he's like, no, please. And so she's like, okay, fine. So she goes back up to the room and she's talking to Ethan about this. And he's like, no, no, like, hell no. Hey, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, you're never this nice to me. What do you need? <laughs> and so he does say he does agree that he'll go to the dinner um, and pretend with her. Um, if he can have the room. Yeah. If he can have the bedroom, because he tells her there is a, um, he's like, a spring broken. But, in he's the like, couch. Yeah, by, the, by the way, I was sitting sitting there reading a book earlier and on the, yeah. the left side of the couch, is a, there's a spring that's poking through. Yeah. So after that, um, Olive is texting her sister and cousin for help um, on lying because she even Google shit on how to lie correctly and well to people. So when Ethan knocks at the door to see if she's ready yet, um, they talk about how bad she is at lying and he's like, I've never heard of a person that needs to Google how to lie. He's like, this is insane. So they leave to go to dinner. Ethan talks about one of the first times that he met Olive, which is like the third or fourth time that they actually met. And even describes the shirt that she was wearing. Um, and like this kind of stuns her the whole time. Like she, she's like, oh, my God, like he remembers that. Like that was years ago. Um, I don't even really remember that shirt. And so she's even more 
aware of how close he is to her and like where his hand placement is and and it's on the back of her chair and she doesn't want to like lean back into it and she's just being a 100% a girl about it all um but the rest of the conversation with with her new boss and the wife is very easygoing um but when walking back to the room she's talking to Ethan and then just like he just stops and she just walks straight into the back of him and he's like she's like what are you doing are you having like a stroke or something by looking at his face and he quickly tells her please go along with it please i'm i'm begging you to go along with this you can have the room if you if you want and she's like oh yeah i will take the room and it's his ex that walks right up with her new fiance and he she instantly hugs um ethan and her her the ex's name is sophie and he she instantly hugs him and even says that they all need to get together for drinks or or dinner together she's like billy this is the guy that i was telling you about yeah guy you were telling him about yeah okay you know the one you dated for like two years okay whatever yeah but so olive actually says um helps him get out of the situation by saying something along the lines of like honey we we had to spend all night with another like other people like i just want you the whole time tomorrow and like for the rest of the trip like i just don't think we can go to dinner and he's like, no, I really don't think we can. You're right, sweetie. And they just go back to the room real quick, kind of get their ass out of there. Yeah. I love how she said that Billy looked like a uh, a knockoff Norman Reedus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at breakfast the next day, Ethan's ex gets seated right behind them or right behind Olive. So he's staring at her the whole time. And um, she gets up to leave to go to sign them up for an activity and he like quickly kisses her um before she leaves to make their relationship look look real but she's just more convinced that it looked more awkward and fake she's like it worked so well with with my ceo and his wife like they loved us Mm -hmm. they gave us their personal cell numbers they invited you to the spouses club like what the fuck is going on with you right now yeah Man was just a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so when he's staring at like his ex and stuff at breakfast the next day, he's like, "I gotta make this look real. Like this is ridiculous. It it would look weird if if I don't kiss my so supposed to be wife before she leaves to go find us an activity to do today." Yeah. So when Olive leaves, she goes and picks uh, out a boat tour ride. That has lunch, drinks, um, and snorkeling involved. Or snuba. Snuba, yes. So they go to get in the van to to drive over to where the boat is. And they literally get to the van and he realizes that Sophie and his her fiancé. Billy. Are going. They're there. They're there. Yeah. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and he like looks at her and he was like, really? Yeah. This was the one you had to choose. Yeah. She was like, how the fuck was I supposed to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- that they would pick this activity on this day. like. And then she found the spot where he is ticklish. Yes. And he shrieked. Mm-hmm. Like a little girl. And he was. she was like, I've never heard that sound come out of a man before. <laughs> and he even yells at a teenager to not spray 
uh, suntan lotion in the van. In the van. Which I would actually yell at that too. That's yeah. kind of ridiculous. He's like, hey, Rude. hey. Don't do that in here. Don't do that in the van, please. Yeah. <laughs> when you forcefully tell some someone something and use please. Yeah. Like a very forceful please. Yeah. It's like, I'm being polite, but I can be an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. So they get <clears throat> to the boat and they they find this like up top on the deck well, um, I, lo- I love how they're like everyone else went to stow their stuff and they were like we're heading straight for the bar yep i love that's the kind of relationship i need the the guy that has his priorities straight well that's the kind that i have because that's your sister that is true i'm very jealous of that relationship that's why we spent almost five hours in a bar the other day it's a great time so <laughs> they get their drinks they go up to the top deck to to sit down or, or stand or whatever and they hear the most annoying sound coming up the ladder there's malibu barbie and her little kin norman reedus yep there's daryl dixon doppelganger yeah so she's like isn't this so gorge and olive's like so gorge but in her mind she's like oh my god i hate myself for saying (laughs) that i just want to like stab myself in the throat right now yeah so oh my god so so good just so good <laughs> like you don't even know how gorge this is <laughs> totes love totes love this <laughs> so sophie and billy are like canoodling in the on the on the bench part they were seconds away from dry humping exactly that's that's literally how it's described Mm -hmm. they were she was sitting on his lap they were making out so it was it was weird and ethan's just like kind of staring because he's like i don't know what else to do so he just pulls olive down onto his lap and tries to like kiss her cheek or something like try to look couple-y and so they discuss, like, how awkward it all is. And she catches him staring at her chest. And she's, like, making a deal about it. She's like, I, I, see, I see you looking. He's like, I, she's like, I see you looking at my tits. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, even deny it. Just, I am. Yeah. He goes, they're. Right there. They're, it's like having two other people here. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently she is well endowed. Yes. So they get to where they're going for the snorkel by like the um by it, the coral. It was by a crater. It was like, yeah. there was like uh, there's a crater. I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently it's a crater out in the ocean. I think that has to be true. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. I'll look it up. So they they end up doing the snooba thing and of course the only other two people that said they want a snooba is Sophie and Billy. So they, but they don't actually have to deal with them during the snooba. So they were fine with it. For those of you that continue to hear us say the word snooba, it's like a combination between scuba diving and snorkeling. Yeah. So you get like the oxygen tank with it. and But it's like on a raft. Yeah. And then you got, you're just connected to hoses by it. Mm-hmm. So they're paired off by this. Yeah. And then immediately start going the opposite direction of each other. Mm-hmm. Like always. Yep. Yeah. So once they get back onto the boat. She, you know she asked the the guy like one of the staff she's like hey where can i change and he goes hey there's only one bathroom i would get to it pretty quick um or pretty soon because everybody emptying emptying their bladders and stuff from the bar you know i would, I would get to it soon 
So he's like, you guys can go together if you want. You guys can go together. I mean, mm-hmm. not like you hadn't seen anything of this before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they go downstairs and they, they get into the bathroom and it's literally like the smallest closet, basically. I, I see it being about the size of maybe this table, if not a I little agree. larger. Maybe that would be like standing area. Yeah. Would be about the size of this table. Yeah. This so, table is not large. No. No, no, no. So. It's small enough our computers are touching. Yeah. So they're, they're in the bathroom. She's like, you gotta, you gotta turn around. So they both are like backs against each other. And she like hooks her foot around and doesn't realize what it is until she pulls. And it's his leg. And they both go tumbling down naked. Yes. Just bits and tits flopping everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so. They, and then he tries to get up three times. Yeah. Tries to get up thrice and falls on her every <laughs> I have time. I asked you thrice now to let me up. <laughs> he has tried to get up thrice now and fallen back down thrice as well. So it's it's safe to say that she's horrified because she hates this guy. Well, not as much, but she says she hates the guy so they get out of the bathroom and there's a huge line and one a couple guys even high five him as they're passing and on the way back in the boat ethan starts saying he feels sick and she starts rubbing his back for him and he lays his head in her lap yeah he like leans into it and she starts like teasing his hair and like playing with his hair and he's just like moaning basically from like just feeling it making it him his stomach feel better and she's just like i still hate you and he's like i know (laughs) but he's like like, i'm i'm well aware well aware of this so the next day it's rainy ethan says that they should decide to do something and what they were going to do that day uh and she's like i thought the whole point of this was like staying separate and he was like well you know I don't know who else I would hang out with. So, you know, you're hanging out with me. And so they both decide to go paintballing and they're against a group of kids. So, yeah, these teenage, these 14 year olds start talking shit to him. Uh-huh. And apparently he is like six, four, like 200 plus pounds of muscle. Yeah. And these pimple faced, brace faced 14 year olds start talking shit. Mm hmm. And it's like, and he takes this shit seriously at I, that point. If if when I was fourteen, if I would have started talking shit to a dude that big, I would have thought he was gonna rip my fucking arms off like mm-hmm. he was some fucking Wookie. Yeah. But oh, apparently, yeah. apparently these kids got no fucking fear. No, not at all. And apparently, Olive is the type of paintball player that uh, would be known by the nickname of Spray and Pray. Because she's just putting her bullets everywhere and praying that it hits it someone. <laughs> so, so at this point in the game, they only have one life left. Yes. And they end up hiding together behind uh, one of the barricades, basically, uh, waiting to get to the tree line. So <laughs> they're they're talking. They end up talking about why Ethan and Sophie weren't aren't together and how it ended. And he tells her basically that they he had this like grand gesture planned out and he was going to propose during um, the fireworks on 4th of July. He did. He did. And then he 
she's like, hey, I'm going to go home. I'll meet you there. He gets back home. She's gone. And on the whiteboard, she wrote in Sharpie, I don't think I can marry you. Sorry. Yeah, I don't think we should get married. Sorry. Yep. And he's like. Because apparently, like, he, he, he proposed, like, on his friend's roof as the fireworks are going off. And she, like, cried and hugged mm-hmm. him and whatnot. And they went back downstairs. And he was like, huh. She never actually said yes. Yeah. And then she left. Mm-hmm. And then she literally left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. They, and th- this trip was the first time he had seen her in six months. Yeah. And she was already moved on with, with a fiance. And. You know, Olive made the the point of if we're pretending to be honest, like you are basically moved on anyways because you have a wife. He so was like, you can't, like you, you can't show that you're upset because you you apparently have a wife. Yeah. But like you can, you can feel upset. you can feel upset. You just can't show it. Mm-hmm. And he was having difficulties with that. Yeah. So. While they're talking about this, they decide to try to see if they can find any of the other kids during the paintball. And as they went up to one kid to, to like, shoot at him, they were ambushed in the back and lost. So they go back to the resort, to, to the spa to relax. And the worker shows them to the, like, sauna hot tub thing to relax before their massage. Because they're like, well, we're getting a couple's massage. And then they're like, oh, here's the whirlpool. Mm-hmm. You can get in here and have a nice soak before yeah. you like you do your thing. Yeah, relax your muscles a little bit. So Ethan's like, I'm so sorry. I know we're both naked, but <laughs> I that water looks great. I'm getting in whether you join or not. So he gets in and he's like, hey, I'm decent. Like, you can't see anything. If you want to join, it's fine. And so. then Olive realizes that she's got a thing for collarbones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, indeed. She's she got has. a bone for collarbones. <laughs> so she tells him <laughs> to close his eyes. And he closes his eyes and she's like, No, no, no. You gotta cover your eyes too. I don't I don't trust you. You peeking. could be peeking. Yeah. And so he, he cl- covers his eyes, she gets in, and she's like both of them are like moaning basically by like how good the water feels on their sore muscles. And so they're they're talking. It's it's kind of just small chit chat, um, and then they get out to go to. The, um, he says, "Hey, you know, I'll, I'll get out to to tell the lady we're ready for the massage." So they come into the room, and he's like, "Why is there only one like table?" Are you only seeing one table in this room too? Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah." Yeah, I am. And the the worker says, "Oh, yeah, the couple's massage. Um, this one's different." And um, she's like, "So now I'm going turns. to I'm going to be training you on how to give the massage." Yeah, I'm going to train both of you, and we're going to take turns, each of you giving each other a massage. And they're like, "Fucking what?" Yeah, and so Ethan's like, "Both of them are like, I'll go, f- I'll I'll rub down first. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "No." They should have just rock, paper, scissored for it. They really should have. <laughs> like, <laughs> they really should have. It would have been so funny to just, hey, babe, you want to rock, paper, scissors this shit? <laughs> like, so Ethan tells her, hey, you're you're the woman. You go first. I'll, I'll don't mind, you know? And she's like, are you worried about getting a boner? He goes, maybe. He goes, yes. A hundred percent. Yes, I fucking am. Yeah. So... <laughs> 
she's, she's like, like okay, okay i guess I'll, you can rub me first yeah. so she's laying uh on her stomach and he's you know he starts massaging her and she's like holy shit she's trying to hold in moans because it feels great and she's like oh i've never had someone massage my butt this well this well and it's just the weirdest thing push it together don't pull it don't apart, pull it apart. <laughs> push it together don't pull apart push it together don't pull apart you think oh that's a God. smell thing or you think it's a sanitary thing i i don't I, maybe, maybe it's all a muscle above. thing or maybe it's also i don't want to look at a butthole today Push it together. Don't pull <laughs> apart. <laughs> so, so after their uh, after her massage, she's just like laying there, basically half dead. And she's like, "Okay, honey, it's your turn to learn." And she's, she's like, just like, "Now you can teach her." Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> and the woman's like, "This is how the couple massages normally end." And he's like, "No, it's fine. It's okay. I'll I'll take her upstairs upstairs." All good. In the middle of that massage, she's literally going, I feel his hands on me, and I literally want to fuck him into a coma right now. Mm -hmm. Sploosh. She's probably like, he can pull it apart all he damn pleases. Okay. Pull it apart, insert. Pull it apart, insert. Any... Anyways. You're massaging in the right area. It's just not the right side. <laughs> you want me to flip on over? <laughs> you could do that again. You can push it together <laughs> instead of pulling it apart. <laughs> you can do anything you damn please, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the next day, Olive and Ethan are still both very sore from paintball. So he's like... I don't. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be around people. He's like, like, let's hey, just do uh, something together. No, no social today, please. Yeah, and she's like, okay. Well, how about we just rent a car and drive around the island? And he's like, fuck yes. And she, she has the thought. She was like, when the did when did the default become us just doing things together? Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't part of it, but now it just feels natural. Like mm-hmm. it just feels like that's what we do. And this is like day three. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, four four okay that makes sense because the episode five. Oh my god you're right okay right in the middle mm-hmm. yes so ethan says in the car when he when he's driving he's like hey uh we haven't gotten drunk like, like we I should get drunk we should really get drunk and she's like okay well how about you know if we're kind of not drink at the hotel if we're gonna drink out here somebody has to be responsible i won't drink you drink you have a good time so they stop at this little place offering a dollar 99 mai tais he drinks fucking seven of them yeah and he is wasted and he's talking to he asks her about her exes because he's like hey i realized we only talked about me we never really talked about you so she's telling him about her couple exes, and he's making fun of their names because it's old names. He's he, he's making fun of Carl and Frank. He goes, I know exactly why your relationships don't last. You're dating guys born in the 1940s. <laughs> so so at, after this point, he's like flirting with her a little bit, but um, he's like officially drunk, and she gets the bartender to help him um, to help get him in the car. 
which um, apparently was a process as he's high-fiving people, everyone. paying for someone's drink, making friends, gave someone a hug. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's a very happy drunk. Uh-huh. So <laughs> they get him in the car. And once back at the resort, he tells every um, everyone at the staff, like, they're doing a great job, high fives. And then he tells this one um, guy that that's staff that he likes olive yeah it's the the one valet that helped them when they first got there yeah. and he's like hey man he goes can i tell you a secret and at this point i was like oh he's gonna blow their like blow their cover yeah and he's like yeah man what's your secret and he goes i really really like her he's, he's like, like yeah you better it's your well, wife. i hope you do <laughs> yeah he's like it's your fucking wife yeah i hope so <laughs> So she gets him all the way upstairs and into bed because she goes, look, he can get the bed tonight. It's fine. And he rambles on about how tired he is. And she's like, yeah, it's been a long day. And he goes, no, I'm tired of pretending to hate you. And she's like, excuse me? She's like, ¿Qué pasó? <laughs> ¿Qué pasó? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm just always tired of fighting with you and pretending to hate you. And it's just a lot. And and Dane doesn't want me to do this and everyone's saying don't do it and she's like do what and he just reaches up grabs her and kisses her and then promptly pulls her close before passing out Mm -hmm. and then just cuddles her yep the whole time yeah so olive wakes up still in his arms and he he wasn't waking up so she was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna go get breakfast um and she comes back with fruit and a sandwich for him to eat but when he, she comes back, he was up and on the couch, clearly hungover. And he mentions something about his brother, Dane, and Amy seeing other people for a while before they got engaged. And he's like, yeah, it's just crazy that they're together because, you know, they were they were they had that open relationship for a while. But, and it was just, you know, crazy. And she's like, open relationship. And he's like, yeah, like there was this girl like two years ago before like they became exclusive. And so she kind of tricks him into saying that Dane was seeing other women up until the engagement. And he was like, you fucking tricked me, man. And he's like, please don't tell your sister. Don't don't tell anybody. Like, wonder if Amy knows that they and he's like, were open. She's like, oh, I'm going to tell my sister. And he's mm-hmm. like, Dane was fucking right about you. Yeah. And she's like, what, what did Dane say about me? Yeah. He's like, you're always angry and like you're always grumpy and in a bad mood and you see the worst in people and all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she does agree that she won't tell Amy at that time, but she's very pissed off. So Be- she leaves. So she leaves and goes to the bedroom and locks the door. Mm-hmm. He tries to knock on it and tries to get her attention and stuff. And she's like not having it. So she hears the main door to the suite open and close. Um, She ends up falling asleep and waking up about midday. And he comes back to grab his phone and wallet that he forgot. And she corners him. And they argue more about how, you know, how she thought Ethan looked at her when they first met. And that she thought he hated her. And he was like, no, I didn't hate you. Dane told me to stay away from you because you were, you know, angry and, and, you know, you looked at things negatively. And, you know, I really wanted to ask you out, but he always told me not to because he thought it would be weird. And And this is also when she finds out that Ethan hadn't been planning these these brother trips, but Dane had been. Yeah. 
And he's like, why would I be planning these trips? I'm a homebody. I don't want to be on these trips. I was dating, you know, Sophia or Sophia at the time. like And got in trouble with her because of some of the shit. Yeah. And so they argue a little bit more and he kind of, <clears throat> kind of, you know, suggests and, and confesses that he did like her and wanted to ask her out multiple times. And so she ends up kissing him. Ooh la la. And they go to the bedroom. Yeah, she literally just goes, bedroom. Yeah. As they're making out. And he's just so like, funny. scoop. Scoopsies. Off. <laughs> Scoopskies potatoes. <laughs> he made her mashed potatoes. <laughs> he threw some chives and sour cream in there, too. <laughs> Why chives? <laughs> I think that was the main issue with that statement was the chives. Bacon uh. bits? I could do some bacon bits. <laughs> but not cheese. Cheese would be really weird. That's an unwashed potato if it's got cheese on it like that. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about food? Are we? Because now I'm thinking about bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and reason number 385 why Taylor does not have a boyfriend. Anyways. That was a lizard brain moment if I've ever seen one before. You heard bacon and we're just like, bacon? What? <laughs> Where? <laughs> I had bacon for dinner. <laughs> I'm literally not lying to you. It was two pieces of toast buttered perfectly with three strips of bacon cut in half on it. That's not nearly enough bacon. That's what I said. But mom said, please don't take on the bacon. <laughs> So anyways, after they're, they end up having sex and stuff and, and he, he even had a condom and she's like, why do you have a condom? Or were you expecting to like be with somebody on this trip? And he's like, well, I wasn't expecting to be with you on this trip, but you got to be safe, you know? So <laughs> they end up going to a late lunch and Sophie comes up to Ethan to ask if he wanted to go get drinks with her to talk. And he's being weird, not saying much to her and not saying much to Olive at all. And she's actually getting pretty jealous of this interaction. So she's pissed off and decides to go shopping and denies him when he says, oh, yeah, I'll come with you. And she's like, nope, nope, I want to go alone. It's fine. So when she gets back to the room, he's already there. And he goes, he asks her if she wants to go to dinner and where would they, which restaurant did they want to go to? And she starts arguing about Sophie and that. You know, I thought I thought you were getting drinks with Sophie. And he's like, no, we're not getting drinks with Sophie. And she's like, no, you don't understand. She wanted to get drinks with just you. Nobody else. She wanted just you and her to be there and have a conversation. She's like, so she expresses how she was a little bit jealous and it was awkward and it made her feel not um, important and, you know, disregarded. And he shows her the text that he denied drinks even before he knew Olive was even mad at him. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and they go to dinner together. Uh, it's a little awkward at first, but, um, he apologizes for not paying attention to her and, you know, making the annoyance of Sophie such a big deal. Um, cause that, that was not his intentions after being so intimate with her. Mm-hmm. So he, she accepts his apology and, he asks the waiter for a bottle of wine, which is her favorite bottle of wine. And they, ha- they have a good time. So the next morning, uh, he or during that, that evening, he says, hey, tomorrow 
I think we should really go see the sunrise at the highest point of the island. It's supposed to be the most beautiful thing. Um, we should definitely go. And she's like, oh, well, where did you hear about this? I, I didn't hear about this. And he's like, Carly at the front desk. And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, well, somebody, I, I had to talk to somebody while you were just ignoring me and shopping. He's like, I, I, went, I went and talked to people, okay? <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. So they talk about her bad luck on the way to the sunrise spot. And he tells her that maybe she's just thinking about it wrong. And that maybe it's not bad luck, but just the way she perceives it. Right. So she states that, you know, maybe this is just a vacation fling. And, and he asks if that really is all this is. Um, and they kind of she kind of stays quiet after that and changing the subject. Um, but they get to the spot. They hike up to it. And he puts down the uh, like a blanket, sits down and then positions her um up like up against his chest like you know sitting in between his legs so he they're sitting there and she he asks her if he if she could answer his question and she's like about are we just a fling and he's like yes and she brings up if we're gonna talk about it i feel like we can't talk about that without talking about dane and what he did to my you know to her sister so he she her theory is that Dane tried to keep them apart because the sooner they were together, the sooner she would and all of them would find out that he's been cheating on Amy for a longer time. Mm-hmm. And so he the sun starts coming up and Ethan asks a group of women passing by to take a photo of him and his girlfriend. And I thought that was such a sweet little moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the plane to go home. He's much calmer this time and tells Olive that um, that she will that she shouldn't mention anything to Amy about what they may or may not know about Dane because he's like, hey, we don't know if Amy actually knows about this. She could, but just was embarrassed because, you know, she didn't understand if it was an open relationship or not. And we don't want to make her more embarrassed if she did know. And if she doesn't, I, you know, I think that's shit, but I don't like Ethan was like, I also don't think that's true that she doesn't know about this. So they land, they go to baggage claim and figuring out if they're going to sleep at his place or at her place or just separate until they meet up for breakfast the next day. And as they're kissing, Ethan spot his face goes blank again and he spots out that Amy and Dane are there waiting for them with a sign that says, um, welcome home from our honeymoon. Right. So yeah, he, she hears, holy shit echoed yeah and she, then she realizes amy and and ethan said it at the same time yeah so she you know they they end up telling amy and dane that they are together and dane gives ethan a weird look before giving them both hugs and saying that he's happy for them and it's about damn time so when olive gets back to her place she does realize there's no food in the fridge she's been gone for 10 days and that's when she hears a knock on the door to find ethan there with a cute little chinese takeout Mm-hmm. And she also has pants, pantsless. Yeah. And he he says, you know, food first because I'm I know I'm starving. I know you must be starving. And then sex, and then your fancy bath that you really want. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, bet. So he stays there for a few days, hanging out with her. Um, and then she gets ready for her first day of work. And when she gets there, she lets Mr. Hamilton know that Ethan and her were not married. And they just went in place of her sister. She tells him the whole story about that, 
wedding party got sick and he goes you know what based on you know this company it's based on integrity and honesty and I really thought we had a thing for you know I thought we had a good relationship back in Maui but it's clear to see that you're just not the one so he he lets her go yeah he fires her at the end of her first day yep he's like in your contract you signed a morality clause Mm -hmm. he goes and and you sat there in hawaii for an entire meal for over multiple hours and Mm -hmm. lied to my face the entire time yeah which she even says after that meal she felt horrible because when she had the interview with this company Mm -hmm. he had been the entire time been like i love people that are honest and loyal Mm -hmm. and have high integrity and have a high morale moral compass and Mm -hmm. things like that and it just you know it went against what he was looking for yeah which and she even does state like she can't blame him she was like Mm -hmm. i understand why he did it it was wrong of me like i should have been honest from the beginning but i had to pick between two lies so um ethan took olive out to a bar waiting for dane and amy to show up um dane comes first which olive thinks is a little bit weird because he's always the late one where amy is always you know on time and and there um and when Ethan goes to the restroom, Dane hits on Olive, basically saying that um, if she's looking, if her and Ethan are looking to mix it up, he would love to switch sisters. Yeah. I'll switch twins. Yeah. Yeah. So she's... Scum. Yeah. She's extremely disgusted by that and tells Ethan that she she just isn't in the mood because she lost her job and she just wants to leave. So she, she ends up leaving. They're in the parking lot. Because Ethan, like, runs after her and is like, what's yeah. wrong? Like, are you okay? Like, are you, do you need me to come with you? What, what, what's going on here? Yeah. And she's, like, too quick to say, no, I don't need you to come with me. And he's like, okay, seriously, what is up? And she's like, she tells her that, you know, about the comment from Dane. And he's like, I don't know if, you, if he meant it that. I don't think that's what he would have never said that to you. And she's like, I don't understand why you can't believe me. And he's like, it's not about believing you he goes i just think you took it the wrong way so she leaves him he's trying to like run after her basically when this this situation with this comment happens all the time and she like she directly answered it Mm -hmm. when he said that and everyone's like oh i don't think that's what he really meant like that's not what he really meant when she said no i don't want to fuck my brother-in-law and he was like well okay you're a loss Mm mm-hmm all you had to do was tell them, like, I told him straight out, like, to get that, that I didn't want to fuck him. And he he responded that that was the question he was asking. Yeah. Yeah. So. But she didn't do that. Mm-mm. Which would have cleared up a lot of shit, but whatever. It's for the drama. So she pulls up to her apartment and she sees all of her family there and not just, like, one person. Literally everybody. Her mom, her cousins, her um, friends, like, everybody is there. And so she already is exhausted from, you know, getting fired on the first day. She doesn't know if her and Ethan are going to be okay, if they're, you know, if they're still dating or not. And so she rants to her family about it and wonders if they're even still together. The next day or a couple days after or whatever, Amy comes over to see if Olive is feeling okay because Dane told her that Ethan and her were not feeling the best and that and that they both left the bar around the same time and she finally breaks and tells amy like no i wasn't sick i wasn't feeling bad i was sad that i lost my job but dane made a comment 
um, to me and I believe he's cheating on you. And so Amy actually gets really mad, doesn't believe her and leaves. Mm -hmm. So Ethan comes over after Olive gets off of work at her cousin's restaurant because her cousin David owns a few chained restaurants and, and he gets her a job as a waitress. And when Ethan comes over, he says that he went over to talk to Dane and Dane said that he's offended that Olive thinks he was hitting on her. And she's like, hey, I also told Amy about the cheating and about the comment and she didn't believe me. And so he gets mad at her and he's like, I don't, I don't know why you would have told her. We promised each other we wouldn't tell anybody. We wouldn't tell her or Dane. And just you're just thinking the worst of people and you're just making all this up. And then he tells her they should just break up. Yep. So uh, a little while later, Amy asks Olive to come over to her house. And she asks if Dane was going to be there. And she's like, yes, but he's going to come later. I really want you to come over. I'm making lasagna. Please come over for dinner. Hmm. So she's like, okay. So she goes over. This has been two weeks. Yeah. They have not spoken. Yeah. Because Amy like flipped out on her. Mm Mm-hmm. They have not spoken. She, like, she's heard nothing from him. Like. Yeah. So she gets over there and she's like, hey. So I found texts from other women in Dane's phone. And she's like, I'm, I'm so sorry that I was right. You know, I wish I was wrong, but I wouldn't have lied to you and made anything up. So I'm sorry. And she's like, nope, it's it's fine. I, I get it. Um, I'm sorry that I was angry. And then the doorbell rings or there's a knock at the door. And Dane is now already home at this point after their conversation. Well, I love that like Dane gets Dane gets home and they're both sitting there like watching a movie and eating like their lasagna mm-hmm. and whatnot. And he's just like, oh, hey, Olive. And she's just like, go to hell, Dane. Mm-hmm. And he's like, <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah. And he's being really, he he is acting very sketchy when he gets home and seeing Olive there. Mm-hmm. And so. He knows that something's up. Yeah. So there's a knock at the door. Amy goes to answer and she's like, hey, but before, before she does, she tells Olive something along the lines of it just had to be done. And she's like, what had to be done? And she opens the door to, to see one of the women that. Dane was texting that well, Amy texted them to tell them to come over. Dane opens the door and both Amy and Olive walk to the hallway. Mm-hmm. And Amy's like, who's that, babe? And as the, he's trying to usher this woman out mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, uh, and she's just like, who is that? Yeah. And Amy's like, I'm his wife. I'm his wife. <laughs> Bitch, I'm the owner of this house. Because <laughs> Amy goes, which one are you? Mm hmm. Like and she's like, uh, shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm Cassie. Yeah. She's like, you're fucking married. She's like, yeah, he is. She goes, I'm so sorry. I did, I did not, not know. know. And as this conversation's happening, mistake number two walks up, Trinity, Trinity. <laughs> with the mango tattoo on her ass. Yes. And so they both are extremely apologetic to the wife, Amy, because they're like, we had no clue. But let me tell you, girl, exactly how long this has been going on. Cassie's like, you were, he was with me last week. Mm-hmm. And yep. Trinity was like, if if it's any consolation, we haven't been together for about five months. Yeah. It's insane. So then 
Olive sees a third car pull up and she's like, holy shit, how she's many like, men? How many are there? Yeah, how many girls have this has this man been sleeping around with? But out, out of the car walks Ethan and Amy looks at her and goes, I think he owes you an apology. And walks inside. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she, you know, Ethan starts trying to apologize to her. And he's like, she's like, you know what? You can take your brother and get the fuck out of here. He's like, you can deal with this. Yeah. I need to go com- need to go comfort my sister. Yeah. So she leaves and slams the door and locks it in their face and stays with her sister. And so she ends up moving in with her sister mm-hmm. to save some money and because her sister didn't want to be alone. Um, and so she ends up still working at her family's place. Um, and she has a shift where Mr. Hamilton is seated in her in her table in her area and so she's like do you do you want me to to get your table moved she's like maybe like, it might be better for mm-hmm. this if for everyone in this situation if mm-hmm. maybe you guys got set in a, in a different section and he's like oh no well it's fine with me if it's okay with you and his wife looks at me she goes no charles i think she doesn't want to be serving the man that fired her on her first day yeah. of work and she's like, so his wife is on my side. Good to know. <laughs> but and then, and then they, they move her. They move them over. And she's like, yeah. it was kind of nice to hear Miss Hamilton at the end. Like, are you happy now, Charles? You're still trying to fill that position. Mm-hmm. And so she's she goes into the back, comes back out. And there's a person at her at the table that Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Hamilton was at. And she looks up to the face and realizes it's Ethan there in a Hawaiian shirt with a $1.99 Mai Tai glass cup. And a plastic lay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he starts taking off his shirt to she's show. Like, she's like, what are you doing here? And he goes, I'm grand gesturing. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? So he's taking off his shirt. And she's like, you can't get nude here. What are you doing? And she sees a tank top made out of one of the bridesmaids' dresses. dresses. Because she's like, you know what, Ethan, you're going to get really pissed off when I make you a tie or something out of the dress that you hate. Mm-hmm. So he he makes, he makes is wearing this green tank top um, that's just hideous. And she realizes that it was kind of a setup from Amy and all them because Amy and Ethan went on to dinner together to kind of talk things out um, and hash it out. Basically, she... she- He's trying to get her back to mm-hmm. give him a second chance, and she does. And when that happens, the entire restaurant erupts in applause, and she's just like, "Oh my god, the the two people over there, the two women in the corner, were Diego and my dad in fucking mm-hmm. wigs. Yep. The table of women in the back is my entire family. Mm-hmm. There's my family members over there. That was my sister that I saw thought I saw going down the hallway in the back. Yep. Like." And even Mr. and Mrs. Hamilton are standing over there. She's Clapping. like, she's like, Amy must have called them and gotten them here as well. Yeah, and she did that so that Mr. Mr. Hamilton saw that she didn't mean any ill will by doing what she did in well, Maui. That even though it wasn't real, what they they showed on that dinner was was real. Was real. Yeah, it wasn't real at the time, but it was it was real. Yeah. So she ends up taking him back. And then it is actually actually the last chapter is that. And then there's an epilogue of two years later. Mm-hmm. 
And so they go back to Maui. So it's her, um, Ethan, her sister Amy, and her her Amy's new boyfriend, Lucas. which happens to be Ethan's good friend. And is a doctor. Yeah. And a widower. Mm-hmm. And the father. Mm-hmm. So he wake and in the epilogue is from Ethan's point of view. And he wakes up hearing, should I drool on he's drooling. Should I lick him? I should lick him to wake him up, right? No, that's weird. Don't lick him. Okay. Ethan, this is your father. And it's just... It's They're like, just I bet he got drew on in college. Yeah. And it's just Olive next to him yelling into his ear. And he wakes up and he's like, Doc, that whatever you gave me had to have been like enough for, to knock a horse out. Because, damn, I slept the whole eight hours of the plane ride. <laughs> and Lucas is like... No, you're just a lightweight. Yeah, it's just all it is. Um, so they get they get back into Maui, and he, you know, they have a good time. Well, and she he's... like she makes him look out the window as they're coming into like on the plane, and he's like, he's like, wow, I didn't notice this this at all the first time because I was trying to worry about my anxiety and trying not to stare at Olive's boobs the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole time he, since it's still from his point of view, he's talking about, okay, when, when can I propose to her? You know, this, this night's not good. Um, we're doing this, this night. I don't know if she would like it this night. And so they're sitting on the beach and she's like, this would be like the most cliche time to ask me to marry you. She's like, how many, he's like, how, she's like, how many people from Minnesota do you think have like, have been proposed to on the beach because we live in a winter tundra or Mm -hmm. tundra. Because they like they take a picture and she's like, oh my god, like this is such the stereotypical picture that people put on their mantle with mm-hmm. the seashell like picture frame. Yep. So that they can remember the sun when they're up there in the frozen hellscape. Yeah, and she like looks at him and his face is like, fuck, fuck, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I didn't know you were gonna propose. And he's like, no, 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 I wa- I wasn't. Like it's fine, it, it's fine, we're fine, everything's fine. And then. Because he, after hearing her say that, he's like, I'm not even sure if she wants to get married. Yeah. And so he does end up proposing to her. And she's like crying. And he's like, is this what you want? Because from the comment, I don't know. And she's like, no, no, no. I want, I want to get married. I want to, please. Like, well, yes. What, what tipped him off to like her getting married or her wanting to get married was she was like, so I saw this hideous orange dress yeah and he was like for what and he was like well i think we should pay i think that that amy can be the one to wear the ugly dress the next time and he was like so you do want to get married and she was just like yeah i mean like as long as you do yeah and then she's like but like I've, I've kind of been wondering this whole time, like, if you were going to do it, but you haven't done it. So I was just kind of, like, worried. But you know what? Fuck it. Like, who says that the man has to propose? I'm going to propose to you. And that's when he pulls the ring out. And he's like, well, you can propose to me, but I don't think this ring will look good on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. Such a cute little thing. Where he, he shouldn't have done it on the beach. He should have. They should have gone back to the top of the mountain and done the sunrise thing. And he should have proposed to her in the same spot that they started their relationship. I actually agree with you. That would have been a great ending. I know. I mean, that I, that's me being like a romantic, but still. I think that would have been a great fucking ending. Um, but yeah, so they, they propose and that's literally the end of the book. Yeah, they're um, engaged. Yeah, they don't have 
you don't get to hear about the wedding. You don't get to hear about any if they have babies or anything like that. I can tell you one thing. I bet they didn't get a seafood buffet for the wedding. I bet you they did not. <laughs> it was a steak buffet. There wouldn't be a buffet, period. No, that's true. Because Mr. A la carte. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I agree. Again, I fucking agree with him. I would never. It, it's hard. I don't I don't trust buffets. I like the Golden Corral. I like the Golden Corral. <laughs> Anyways. I like turtles. I like trains. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, so what would you rate this book? Three eight. Okay. I was gonna give it a four point two. Three eight. Just because I love the characters. I'm sure you do. Love the characters. I'm sure you do. Where do you rate it with the other romance novels we've discussed? Hmm. I got to look at the other ones that we've discussed and think about that. So we've done Ugly Love. Um, we've done The Kiss Quotient, The Love Hypothesis. Hmm. I'd honestly say that all of them are about the same in my mind. Mm-hmm. I think the two best relationships that we've discussed so far on this show is that between Hajime and Yue. And between, well, we haven't gotten to the one between Reese and Katie. True. I know. Okay, but like out of the books, the romance books. Hajime and Yui. Okay, but like out of like the, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I know I'm not going to get a different answer. <laughs> I tried people. Okay. I think I'm really obsessed. I'm still obsessed with Miles and Tate's relationship from ugly love i can see that god i love that yeah kills me stab in the heart man kills me every time every time but anyways i love this book i yeah it's a great time um as i'm just dying are you okay yep (laughs) okay all right so for this week shout outs that's a good question. Um, since today was my last official day with my with my team, since I'm transferring to a new job, I would have to shout out my team for being awesome. Um, so I doubt they'll ever hear this, but if, if they do, you know who you are, and I appreciate every, our time working together and, and all that good stuff. So Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to give a shout out to a small business Ooh. in Ocean City that is actually owned by a oh, yeah. a guy that I went to high school with. I ran cross country with him. Um, my parents and I and your sister went there for breakfast earlier this past week when, mm-hmm. when we were down there. Uh, it's called the Sunrise Diner. Um, and it is owned by an old friend by the name of Sam DeLauder. It was excellent. Excellent. Definitely got to go back because I, I've been reading about these breakfast burritos that they've got there, and I really want to try them out. So my shout out goes to Sam and the uh, the Sun Sunrise Diner down in Ocean City. It's off of Fourth Street. Check it out. Great food. It's open seven to two Monday through Sunday. Good. I like it. I'm so, excited. Yes. I want to try it. So uh, next week. We have already decided our book for next week, mm-hmm. and we will be doing The Maleficent Seven by Cameron Johnston. 
Hell yeah, we are. It's an excellent book. It is an excellent book. Yeah. It's um, it's, it's a good like dark fantasy like. One, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's a one. It's a one shot as well. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yes, it's a one shot. So, um, thank you for listening to us this week. Um, follow us on Instagram at Off the Books Podcasts. Find our page on Facebook at the Off the Books Podcast. Um, I think we're on TikTok as oh, well. Oh yeah, we are. Uh, we don't really post on there. We probably should. Start. Yeah, we probably should start do yeah. some behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor and I are both on TikTok. We're both on Instagram at tcoff99. I got it right this time. It's TaylorCoff99. God damn it, I do tcoff99 <laughs> every fucking week. I swear to God. One of these weeks I'm going to get it right. You're going to get it right one day. Oh, we're going to get it right. All right, so TaylorCoff99. Uh, you can find me on there at Mr. Humerick. Um Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Uh, tell, tell other mole men. Tell other lizard people. Um, you know, shout it from the rooftops, <laughs> <laughs> put it on billboards, sew it into shirts. Uh, we're out here signing babies and kissing shoes. Okay. So just not, we're not, I would love to sign a baby. That's like an actual dream of mine. Kissing shoes. No. What? What the hell have I been doing for two weeks, Taylor? <laughs> You've been kissing shoes. I've been signing in like 20 babies. Why do you think we've gotten such a boost in the last few weeks? Because of all the fucking shoes I've kissed. Those are, those are called, those are called dominant people, man. Are you, are they paying you? Well, I mean, yes. So you're a prostitute. I'm not. Me. I'd say <laughs> B-rated whore. <laughs> in a loose sense of the term, Maybe. Mm-hmm. I am quite quite whorish at times. You are. It's and, great. Well, this isn't a this is <laughs> this is a development. <laughs> I don't know how to process this one. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. You forgot the most important part. Like I say, always keep this shit off the books. And good like, night. <laughs> good morrow. <laughs> That's what keeps me going every day. Pete. I know. I am. I'm well aware. I am not kissing shoes, by the way. But I did wick a lint, wick a lindo the other day. <laughs> I licked a window. I did sign babies' heads. <laughs> <laughs> but like I always say, good night, good morrow, and good morning to you, fine folks. Thank you for listening. Come back next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>